This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yeah, nice things. Obviously, if you don't like the podcast, then we are... Don't say anything. No, we're from the rookery end, if you don't like the podcast. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Forestieri. Here's Hog. Dini! Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes a podcast. My name is Justin. And I'm Carl. Well, it seems like ages since it's just been the two of us talking. We've had a few specials, but the two of us sitting down and having a chat, it's got to be over a month, I would have thought. It feels like forever, doesn't it? It, does, it yeah. feels like so much has happened since we've uh, we've had a proper catch-up, really. It has. A lot has happened. If we just quickly go back through... Um, our last couple of podcasts. So we spoke to Bill Leslie, uh, mm. which was really exciting. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that one because it was something a bit different. You know, we had to sort of not just ask, oh, you know, do you remember this game and that? It was sort of, you know, a little bit more in depth with someone a bit out of our comfort zone, perhaps. So that was really good. Jono was really enjoyable as well. Really enjoyed that. And we have spoken to Chris Stark. I haven't edited that one yet, but that's in the can. Uh, ready to be edited. So, yeah, we've been quite busy on the on Busy the whole, boys, haven't we? Yeah, on the special podcasts we have. I'd just like to say as well to everybody that listens, thank you very much for listening. It's, uh, it's great that you tune in. We get lots of really good feedback. If you can subscribe in any way, then do. Uh, I don't know if you can subscribe to our podcast. I think you can probably bookmark it and things, can't you, on... Spotify, etc. Also, if you are willing to give us a review on Apple uh, Podcasts or iTunes, whatever it is, that'd be great as well. We do have some ratings and reviews on there, but we could always do with some more. So uh, if you can take a few minutes out of your day just to give us a quick review, that'd be fantastic. It does mean a lot to us to see that we're getting reviews and ratings, and it also helps us get seen as well on things like Google. So yeah, if you're happy to do that, that would be fantastic be appreciated that would really be appreciated so games matches we talk about some football the game on good friday against sheffield wednesday i mean it wasn't a goal fest was it there was one goal in it which was a bit kind of well it wasn't sort of goal of the year or anything like that and then that was it there was a a sort of a you know a, a, a lull in football again 
which carried on into the game on Monday. How bad mm. has the international break affected us, do you think? I think it's always, uh, we do, I mean, I've heard a couple of people say it and it, it's absolutely spot on. We, we, It's the most Watford thing to do to have an absolute mare on that game after the international break. We went into it, you know, before it, into such a, a run of form and, and playing so well. I, it was kind of inevitable for me that we were we were going to huff and puff our way through um, through the game uh, against Middlesbrough. But even before that, I mean, the Sheffield Wednesday game was a bit of a... It was a hard game to watch. Uh, we didn't kill the game off, but, you know, we got the result. And at the end of the day, is the, the result's what you want. Unfortunately, against Middlesbrough, we didn't quite have the same effect. And again, I don't want to say the word, but inevitably... Um, Middlesbrough got back into the game, but we didn't lose. So, yeah. big, big, big point. And and I'm a, I'm a huge Preston North End fan, as you know. Yes. Uh, and they keep doing this a, a rather yeah. big favour in the last couple of games. So, yeah, long may that continue, because I believe they've got Brentford coming up. So um, Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in terms of our position, well, I think touching... Uh, sort of wood. I mean, it's kind of laminate. I think this they <laughs> cloth. <call> this. Yeah. <laughs> Touching cloth. I think personally, we should be good to go up now. Um, not mm. something I thought I would have said back in November, December, whenever the dark days of uh, uh, sort of Ivich disappearing, and I cannot force myself to call him Moonoth. I just can't do it. I cannot no, do it. No, no. Moonoz. I'm sorry, I'm not Spanish. I'm not doing the whole lisping thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it was. I think Don Goodman was talking in um, commentary uh, in again in the Middlesbrough game, and he was sort of saying, "Oh, you know, this isn't the same team that I saw ages ago." Even the Coventry game, you know, they were they were poor in that, and we were. That was that nil nil that was absolutely mm. dreadful, if you remember. Yeah, um, I think we've you know there's been massive improvement, and now I think it's going to take. Something spectacularly dreadful for us not to be promoted this season. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a couple. I, I put in the um, as the five word review that, uh, that that goes up. I put the next two games are huge because I, I generally think the next two games will confirm nor deny said promotion. And, and the reason I say that is. The running that we've got coming up, it is in our hands and you can only beat the teams that are in front of you. And, and we're in a, uh, overall, we're in a good run of form and there should be no negativity surrounding those, you know, surrounding what's happened and, and the games coming up. But I just feel that if we can get a good result against Reading, beat them lot up the road, you, you know. Um, There's no reason down. why we shouldn't be able no, to do that. No, of course not. Of course yeah. not. But. And then you got those those final run of games, which you know you've got Millwall in there as well, which okay on paper is, is again winnable. But Swansea last game of the season, they look like they're, they're they can't buy a goal at the moment. No. You know they they look like they're really struggling. Brentford also look like they've just let their their edge drop a little bit. So it, it's all looking like, as you've just said, Watford are, are going to get promoted this season. Just the next two games, just you know, if we get six points out of that, absolutely, I'm on board. And I'm I'm gonna rent the party bus. Are you nice? Well, no, I'm not. Oh, but... oh you got me excited there. I thought we were going on a bit of a tour. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the Do Not Sponsor yeah, podcast. We're going tour. around Exchange Road, just me and you on a, on the one four two or something. Do you reckon? Yeah. Do you reckon? Hang out the window. 
hold the traffic, we're coming through. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's in our hands. And we've been saying that now for, you know, two, three, four podcasts, really. You know, it's in mm. our hands and it is very much in our hands. But I, I oh, hello, is that your dog? Excuse, excuse me, that's the doorbell. <laughs> it's the doorbell. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just I just think that it's going to take something catastrophic, really, and it's a sort of catastrophe that I can't really envisage. It'd be us losing every game heavily, and the others picking up points, and you know, I just I just don't think that that can happen. And even will even uh, Colin, I was going to call him Neil Warnock, I wasn't going to call him his other name, the <laughs> Anagram. Uh, even he said we should be walking into promotion. So yeah, if he's no, 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 it's it, all it's all very positive, and um, I'm. I'm as confident as I can be that we're going to go up. I just, look, if I put it another way, if you'd offered me this amount of games at the end of the season to be in second with so many points between us, I would have snapped your hand off. And the goal difference as well. I mean, the goal difference difference as well. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's all very positive. And the the most important thing, and it's in our hands, and that's the, that's the, the one place that you'd want to be really, yes, towards this, this stage of the season. It's always mathematically you don't want to be. You go, well, mathematically we can still go yeah, up. You think, well, yeah, mathematically, well, if they lose three games and we could just, you know, st- you know, we're not... Well, that's where we're we were last position. season, wasn't it? Last season, it yeah, was we mathematically yeah. we can still stay up and we all knew we weren't yeah. going to. We all knew. Yeah, you, d- you don't want to be in that position, not not towards the end of the season, and especially not with the run of games that we've, you know, we've, we've got coming up. So yeah. it, it's, it's looking very positive and... Um, yeah, all good. Yeah, impressive. Very impressive. Hello, this is Bill Leslie, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. To other matters then, something that's been troubling me a little bit and I've been seeing on social media and the Watford Observer website is that this golf course has been earmarked for a stadium <laughs> development. I am so against this, I can't tell you. Now, we actually ran a poll on Twitter and it was... 52 against and 48 for in terms of percentage very close so it seems that mm. the the idea is split amongst the fans i can't imagine not going to vicarage road to watch football i just can't and i don't see the point of having a bigger stadium it's not as if there's the demand i don't think there's the demand is there no not for what i mean based on the uh, observers um you know what they're anticipating it's going to look like 33,000 seat a stadium yeah which you know, let's be honest. In the Premier League, we were twenty-two, twenty-three. I could be wrong, maybe a bit higher, but yeah, it, it, it certainly wasn't you know full week in and week out. Of course, the, the the one problem that that Watford have suffered with for years, and this is what needs to be taken into account, is the catchment area. And we mentioned this with Jono, yeah, um, in the last podcast. You know, you've got all these other teams: Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea, whatever, yeah. all scattered fairly close to us, and. The supporter base isn't here. Watford is very much a catchment area. And if you support Watford, it's because you were born and bred here. Yeah. Chances are you lived here, you might have moved abroad, whatever. But exactly, yeah. Do do we really need a 33,000 seater stadium? I, I don't know. And, it, and, and for me, it's all about being in the heart of the community, that club. You know, being where it is. It's right in the heart of the community. It's a stone's throw from the town centre. It, it's got everything that you need in and around it, yeah. including, dare I say, at the parking and so forth. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not the worst I've ever seen you know going to other grounds and moving it just seems like an absolute arsehake it does I mean just I to, think just to put it up to Bushy I just don't Ugh. I don't see what, what not... you benefit it's, 
it's got to be a council thing. It's got to be that because of all the other stuff that's associated to it, the 6,000 indoor arena. Oh, that's the, right. Yeah, the, there's the a cinema complex, a, all the hotel. other bits. Yeah. I'd, yeah, um... I just, there's got to be somebody somewhere making a, a load of money out of it. And, and bear in mind, Coventry City had a similar scenario to this when the yeah. Rico Arena was... They're playing at know, Birmingham's ground now, aren't they? Correct. Yeah, because there was all ownership stuff in the background the club never actually owned the ground so mm. it's all that sort of stuff i'd like to know like who owns the ground is it watford do we own it is it our ground or are mm. we leasing it from a fur you know from a third party and all these all these sort of unanswered questions i'm i'm just it makes me very unnervous yeah unnervous. makes me very nervous about it does me too i mean i think i think um the one thing i can say is our away allocation is rather small so mm. you know that Man United, when they play us, could probably sell out the whole of the Vicarage Road end, and we only give them half of it. Yeah. Um, so in terms of revenue, that's not good because obviously. Well, I've, got, I've also got to say we're probably and we're probably the worst away grounds. If I was a, another supporter of a, a club and I'd been to the away end in Watford, I, I dread it because you can't get a beer. No. You can't, you know, the, the the whole setup in there. It's tight as anything. It's basically go to your seat, watch the game, come out. Try and find a pub which is around the corner. Okay, it's not that's not the worst thing in the world, but it just isn't a way fan. It's just it's a bit of a, a well up until I... up until the ninety nine two thousand season, the away fans had the entire rookery end, and it was a surprise yeah. when we were going to go back there. Everyone was like, "No, we don't go to rookery end. That's not the home end." You know, we've sucked that up, and now that is the home end. But yeah, I mean, only giving them half the vicarage road in, and you say the facilities are frankly poor um it it might be that might not be great for an away fan and you know you probably could sell out the entire vicarage road end with away fans for some of the bigger games but you know if whether you need to then increase the so a thirty-three thousand seat stadium actually for that yeah that's the only that's the only plus side i can see look at it from another look at it from another point of view actually match revenue you you probably are going to make on it in the sense of if you if you're still a premier league club yeah um and and it's all those sort of things you know you have to be if you've got that stadium you have to be premier league you know look at the mm. milton Keynes dons you know stadium's beautiful it's a premier league stadium but it's got four thousand people sitting in it week in week yeah. out and it survives because it's got a hotel bolted to the side of it well that would be just, probably the 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 sort of fail safe part of it or wouldn't it that the rest yeah. of the complex that goes with it it just I, it's going to be a ball ache for me to get there it really is. Uh, there's no transport links that are any good between where I live and there at all. I don't suppose there is between you and where you live and there. No, not up to Bushy. I mean, there's no be relying natural on... sort of rail, rail line up that way. I mean, Bushy Station, yes, but you're talking, what, a 15-minute, 20-minute walk to to there, roughly, from oh, Bushy from, Station? Oh, easily. Easily, because it's all the way easily, down. Easily, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, if not more, because it's all the way through Bushy, Bushy High Street and down the other end, isn't it? So Someone put a, a map on the other day for the miles from Vicarage Road to Watford Junction and then Watford Junction to this supposed news site, and it's mm. actually less. Is it really? It's a le- it's less, yeah. But the natural... Sorry, as from the, Watford... As the cro- that's, a, that's as the crow flies. It's, it's so less from Watford, miles. Yeah, so from Watford Junction, you've got two options. You go down Clarendon Road and round the Ring Road, or you go through the town, don't you, I suppose? Yeah, you go Clarendon Road, Market, you know, through the town, Market Street, that way. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, if you, and they're saying that this place, if you were to go, well, you'd have to go park Clarendon Road and then park through Queens Road or something, I guess. I don't well, know. you'd go the you'd business go park, Bushy which, Arches, is, which is, yeah, no, you'd go the business park, which escapes my, where Weatherspoons and the Hilton's head office is. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I know you are. Yeah. come to me, yeah. sort of directly through that way, and, and you can get that way, you cross over the bridge, and it's kind of up the back 
anybody that knows that what, uh, where the old Beaver pub used to be, you kind of go up for, all through the back estates, and then it would literally drop you at Queen's School um, and around there. So it's not. But that's that's still even even Queen's School. That's still a bit of a schlep back to this place that they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, it's, to... I, I guess. I, until you saw the actual real development, I, I assume there'll be cut throughs and because mm. Water Lane would be the quickest way that I could see you doing it. Yeah, you'd go down Water Lane yeah. up the up the hill the other side, and yeah. it's kind of on your left hand side. Then yeah. you've got a housing estate. So yeah. I guess if there's a football ground of that magnitude going to be built there, they would have to think about potentially thirty three thousand people trying to get there. So you know, get pathways being opened up and so forth. So. Mm. Well, I don't know. There's, I, a, there's, there's a lot to think about, and it, and I don't really want to think about it because no. I don't really want to go. So. Well, I'm, I'm massively against it. I, I will, mm. you know, if there's ever a fans' vote or anything, I'll say no, um, and I will keep on it's, using this platform to say no because it's just I don't want it to happen. Yeah. It's you know, I've been it's going, about money, isn't it? At the end of the day, someone's going to make some money on it. And Vicarage Road, dare I say it, as as it our home that it is, it probably worth a few quid as a development side of it. And you, you've also got. I don't know if the new hospital development plays a role in this, you know. I'm not you know, sure. Going, I'm not going sure. Going forward in the, in future years in terms of noise pollution and it's, it's the only football venue that's next door to a hospital. I suppose. Well, as long as they don't keep holding Elton John concerts there. Yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, was... you know, it just opens up other things. You know, like you think about, and it's not going to happen in the next few years, but let's say we had Anthony Joshua at Vicarage Road, they could potentially sell. Yeah, yeah, I, I 40, understand. Forty thousand, maybe. I but understand. at Newgrounds, you could probably sell seventy, eighty thousand. Yes, well, I, I understand. I totally understand that 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 why they might want to do it, but it's a it's a transient thing. So the owners that do this and and move us will no longer be owners come ten years hence. Um, no, no. And you know, so they've been and done that, and well, thank you for that. But you know. You've got no part in this anymore. We're now Division 4 or whatever, maybe. I mean, who knows? Like you say, you're going to be Milton well, there's Keynes. A, there's a lot of horror stories, isn't there, about clubs moving grounds? You know, take Arsenal, probably the most famous. Yeah. Done absolutely sod all since they moved into a new... And that was supposed to be the idea was, oh, Highbury's too small. We need to get into Champions League finals. We need to yeah. win trophies. We need to become the... Ne- and it's never happened, is it? Sunderland. They've got a beautiful ground to look at. Yeah, Sunderland. Sunderland's another one. Yeah. Just gone south. But yeah. on the flip side, I suppose you could lose use Leicester City yeah, as Spurs, a positive. Maybe. They move from Filbert Street to there, and yeah. you know, so it's, there's so much to take into consideration, and and it is going to split the fan base right down the middle, especially the the, the younger fans that have probably not experienced Vicarage Road in the old days, you know, when mm. me and you went to our first games and yeah. what that was like. You oh, know, mate, it was totally, go, it's a different place. Yeah, it's exactly. nothing like it's the a different place. Yeah, it's nothing like the ground I set foot in when I first went there. It was all undercut. No. Un, you know, the, the the terraces were all open and, well, the, the rookery track. wasn't. But the, yeah, well, I don't think I'm quite old enough to remember the dog track. But there, there I was, remember the dog track. I do you? <laughs> I, yeah, I, mean, I, I do I, remember it. I remember... Um, and I'm younger than you. How does that work? Well, I don't know. I, 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 don't know. <laughs> I remember when I was a ball boy sitting on that sodding wet bloody... Um, they didn't have the seats in those days. You just sat on the floor, so you got a wet, cold ass watching reserve games on a Saturday. And the reserves I was watching were people like David James and Jason Drysdale and those sort of people. So, I mean, you know, I've got so many fond, happy memories of going yeah, there and seeing stuff. And, 
Um, and it's just going to not be the same. It's, I suppose it's a bit like, um, it's, it's not even like buying a new car, because that's kind of exciting, isn't it, buying a new car? You think, well, this is hmm. going to be more reliable, and it's got all new features and stuff on it. It's not even like moving into a new house. It's just something totally removed and alien that I just can't comprehend, watching my team not play at Vicarage Road at home. It just doesn't... Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't sit naturally with me, so you know I'm. I'm well, hoping we will it's... see how it plays out, I guess. But I get from you know from again, we're only going off what the Watford Observer's reports and, and so forth. But it seems to be moving pretty fast. Yeah, it does. But it just says a football stadium, doesn't it, or a sports stadium? It's not saying this has been. But I can't think of anybody else who's going to go there. Can you, Bushy? It's got to be Watford, isn't it? I mean, there's no so other sports that, teams locally that. Scum- Scumtown coming well, down, you know, getting no. moving a bit closer. No, oh god, can you imagine? It's a bit imagine too... that. No, Jesus the fights, the fights in Watford. You wouldn't certainly wouldn't go into town after a, a home Could game. Could you do that? Could you? There's a question. Could you share a ground with your local rival? No, it's bad enough sharing it with Saracens. Never mind that lot. Yeah, no, that'd be dreadful i don't get you know inter milan ac milan and all that let's, let's talk about splitter i know it's a big city and it's different but yeah. talk about splitter fan you know a population almost in, in half it's like yeah. well everton are moving yeah. aren't they they're moving into a new yeah. stadium which is further yeah. because i've not been but to again, either ground but they're the very biggest, close to me the biggest underachievers in british football everton football club yeah goodison park beautiful old ground love going there because it because of what it is and the atmosphere you know the, the stand rocks when it's right when it's going yeah and then they're gonna they're gonna give all that up and go to some fancy ass place on the on the Mersey and and probably still be the biggest underachievers in in British football. So what's what has yeah. it achieved? It hasn't achieved anything, is it? And that's what I'm thinking. Well, I don't I, I don't know. It's it's all about trying to. Comp- I mean, they're different. They've got to compete with Liverpool across you know across the park. Mm. That's different. But you kind of got to set your stall out and go right. It's Liverpool. We're Everton. Mm. We're always going to really play second fiddle just through history. It mm. just is what it is. Mm. But you don't, you can't pick your football team as a as a, a fan like that. It's given to you, isn't it? It's, it's certainly it out there. It's, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It picks you, and it, it's same for same for us down here. You know, it's we've all got stories of why we support Watford and the reasons behind it. Very rarely is it that I just decided that I was a Watford supporter because. I'm a Watford boy. It's my dad took me, or yeah, my but, first game. You know, there's always there's something with it, and it's but it's like I said to you before. It's rare to see a Watford top in Watford. You're going to see yeah. Liverpool tops. You're going to see Man United tops. Chelsea, Arsenal, you know, Spurs. It's very rare to see somebody wearing a a home kit as you walk through the town. You go, oh, look, he's a Watford fan. It, it, it's just yeah. it's just what it is. Yeah. A couple of years ago, my mate sent me a picture. He was in. Um, Dubai and there was some soccer, soccer world shop and it was all the Premier League teams and he's like ah, no chance Watford's going to be here and there we were really we were in there nice. we were in the Premier League yeah. I was just like that's unheard of I was yeah. like who the hell that, that would never happen no that's um, fantastic but yeah I agree it's the same it's always I mean I even see Man City shirts in Watford now yeah I think it's Oh, it's terrible. Well, it's just a fashion, isn't it? It's it's just, you know, people are trying to associate associate themselves with winners in some way or another. You know, it's, I guess, you know, I, I, I used to go to school with loads of Spurs fans because when I was sort of six, seven, eight, they were always in the FA Cup or they were riding high Glenn Hoddle and all these sort of names. And people, when they were sort of trying to affiliate themselves with football teams, Watford were languishing in the, you know, in those days, sort of in the second or third tier. And it was, yeah, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to watch them, you know, my local no, team play Hereford United or whatever it would be, <laughs> you know. Yes, and that's exactly. why I've got so much respect for these old guys that go, oh, you know, I've been going since the 60s. You think, man, you, you oh, really you deserve it. Some- 
Yeah, seen because you've seen things, some yeah. rubbish, you know. You... I've got, um, there's a couple of people I used to go to school with, and I still remember this. They were Nottingham Forest supporters. Mm. Lived around here, lived in sort of Rippensworth area. Mm. Why, why are you Nottingham Forest supporters? Oh, my, my dad was a, is from Nottingham, or he was a Forest fan. You know, they won the European Cup. Yeah. But they were still Nottingham Forest fans well, even that's... then, and they, you know, they were you're just like, Jesus Christ. As long as you don't mind the two-hour journey or whatever to watch a home game yeah, that's it's fine you know i've got no bizarre. problem with that but i, I kind of get that because it's that that's their stuff my dad yeah took me to my first game it was forest all right okay that's fair enough kind of get that fair that's fair enough yeah. but in the same way when not, you lived in stoke i support man city because they won the, the no that's true was, so, but in the same way when you lived in stoke you used to go and watch stoke play because it was closer mm. you know yeah. that doesn't mean you're not a watford fan well doesn't... i pulled a stunt there because what i did was i thought well i don't really want to go and pay so I applied to be a steward there. Oh, did you now? I see. This is coming out now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So when I, remarkably, I got the job somehow. Right. But um, I asked the guy, I said, oh, is there any chance I can do the away end? Because right. then you actually get to, <laughs> yeah. you get to like meet a few people. And and to be fair, it was, that's when Stoke were in the championship. So it was, um, yeah, it was easy. But I remember being there, you know, for some great games, just literally sitting on the end of the row at the away ends, just looking over but really just watching the game for free and that was and then getting paid for it so it was brilliant really cool. it, was, it was quite good so did you ever yeah. own a stoke shirt no there you go and i'd never buy another uh, the only the only other shirts that i've ever owned are you know like barcelona yeah. real madrid yeah but i would never own actually i tell you a lie once i got given i got given this i got given a birmingham city shirt once because the team i was playing for some bloke somewhere done some dodgy deal and got ended up getting a load of Birmingham City shirts. And so right. so I, I ended up having that for ages, and I was just <laughs> bizarrely. But I've never, never physically bought another no. another. No, English I've I've not team. ever bought another team shirt. I mean, my dad knew some QPR footballers, so I used to get the old QPR top. Um, I've got some Northern Irish stuff because uh, the same guys that were playing for QPR also played for Northern Ireland. I even got some yeah, yeah. pretty new Northern Ireland stuff recently when I saw the guy. So, uh, And, of course, when I went to the new camp, I did buy a Barcelona top. But, yeah. Well, you I'm, have to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. But, I mean, that doesn't mean I support Barcelona. It means I've been to the new camp no, no, and I no. wanted something to remind myself of going there. But, yeah, no, I'd never, I'd never wear a, another team shirt ever. Ever, I, 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 oh, I think... used to see these horror shows, these half and half things people used to. That's a, that's ridiculous. That's a whole, I, I could do a whole podcast yeah. on that, by the way. Half and half scarves <laughs> yeah. and half and half shirts. Yeah. So Don't, we won't get into. Let's that, not though. get into that. But do you reckon it is a philosophical question for you? Then, if someone said to you, Carl, I'll pay your mortgage if you put on a Luton top and post it on your social media, you're thinking hard right. about this, Carl. That's a pained expression no, on I'd, your face, mate. No, it's just. I'm I'm a little bit shocked that you even have to ask me that. Well, I, mean, I think I think we have to go into philosophy here because you know. No. So no, re- so really, no, if no. someone said to you, if, you you won't have to look, pay okay, more. Okay, let's let's be honest. Let's be honest, right? This is like, would you rather? You ever played? Would you? I rather? have played. Would you rather? But some of those are yeah. a bit like, would you rather have you know an eyeball for a finger or a finger for an eyeball, which. It's yeah. never going to happen. This, this, this is basically what you're. Well, this is basically what you're asking. Well, no, me. I don't is, know. I, you, we might, there might be some. Have your, have might, your mortgage paid? Or yeah, well, hang on, there might be forever. some eccentric millionaire that supports the Hatters that listens to this podcast and thinks, right, okay, listen, I'm mental. I've got so much money, I don't know what to do with it. I will pay this yeah. guy's mortgage off because he's a huge Watford fan. And he's out there. He's out yeah, there. Tell him to get in touch. Okay. Tell him to get in touch. So that that means you might then. You're considering it then. You didn't even. No, say- I wouldn't. No, I did <laughs> because it's. I couldn't do that. 
but what you're asking me is an impossible like would i like to be very rich for wearing something so crap yeah, yeah. that's what i'm asking that's that boil you know, it down that's what i'm asking and you have to, well, look, you'd have to put it on social media as well, so everyone would see yeah, you in so this I'd shirt. Yeah, so I would forever have to live with it. I mean, it's... A, it's but then you'd have the last laugh because your mortgage is paid off. And you'd have yeah, all your exactly. mates going, oh, I wish I was what, picked for that. Cause, you know, and then I could set fire to it afterwards. You could set fire... Well. I do, exactly. You could certainly set fire to it afterwards. I wouldn't say you had to keep it. I'm going to get ridiculed on here for this. No, this is not. a horrible it's, question. Well, I like putting you in these positions. I like the fact so we never discuss anything before we start recording and I just throw these things at you because it's quite funny to watch you squirm on the other side of the camera. So. Honestly and truthfully, if somebody said, right, I could physically, there's a physically a million pounds, I can physically touch it, it's there, yeah. it's in my hands, yeah. and all I have to do is wear that crappy shirt and put a, a picture of it on, on Facebook, yes, I would. Yeah. If it was physically there and I could touch it and it's like, I could put it in my bag, absolutely. But if you're asking me to, absolutely not. No, not a chance. <laughs> All right. So any eccentric uh, millionaires out there that support Luton, get in touch with Carl. He would like his mortgage yeah. paid off uh, ASAP. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, I'd like a, a bit more because there isn't a huge, well, there is a, still a decent chunk, but for that, I'd want a bit more. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. So you want to you go a bit above that now, do you? I see. A bit above that. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. A bit above that. <laughs> There's negotiations that would have to happen. Oh, really? That would. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you yeah. go. We'll put it out there. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Would you do it? Um, I, I, I hate to say it. I probably would. <laughs> I exactly. hate to say there it because I'm because I, I feel as bad now. I, I, well, no, because I just think it's too easy an option to take and photos like that whilst they will resurface every now and then it's just a photo isn't it it doesn't yeah. really support them i'm not going to get barred from watching wear, i mean I, i'd probably wear women's lingerie and walk down the street in it for a yeah, minute yeah trouble is Carl, that's, that's easier <laughs> that's easier to arrange yeah yeah well it is it is easier to admit yeah that's the thing yeah okay that's a lot about you banana man hi this is jay demerit and you're listening to the do not scratch your eyes podcast so uh we've got a bit of competition on the old um podcast grounds now uh our captain has started a podcast, I notice. One of his guests, apparently, is supposed to be Elton John. Now, I've actually got in touch with Sir Elton's office quite a long time ago and heard nothing. Uh, I wasn't expecting to hear anything, I have to be honest. But I suppose it shows it's who you are, rather than what you know or whatever, if you want (laughs) to... If you want to yeah. get Elton John on your podcast. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, so Sir Elton, if you do listen to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, we do want you on as a guest. I have actually uh, approached your uh, press office, and I've tweeted you as well, so check your check your tweets. I um, did ask Chris Stark to sort it out for us as well, so he must have some connections in the music industry that he'd be able to swing it. Okay. Well, it remains to be seen. As I say, I've got the... He has, I mean, granted, he hasn't come back to me, so... No. I mean... He hasn't followed us yet either. I did ask him to follow us. He hasn't. You noticed that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I kind of get it though because he's he's. I suppose the BBC are a little bit protective about a certain podcast that he might. Um, yeah, I get that as well. Participate in which will which will name nameless. Yes, other podcasts are available such as but, ours, but not as good. Um, so um, you sent me uh, a clip earlier on, which I had seen mentioned. In the yeah, I did. Yeah, I just wanted your opinion on it more than anything. Just like how you kind of sort well, of I'm gonna with it. I'm gonna try and play it. Okay, let's okay. see if this works. This is live. Uh, Mazari or Ivic? Who are you going for a beer with? A glass both of them. So the question was, Mazari or Ivic? Who would you go for a beer with? And he said he would glass both of them. Yeah, that's a strange yeah. answer to that question, isn't it? Well, if I could, if I can be so bold, it's a stupid answer. Isn't yeah. it? I mean, 
look, I, I've, I've you might say that in the pub media today, mightn't you? Yeah, and and you might you might say it behind closed doors, and you might say it as a as people on Twitter have got all behind it. Oh, the snowflakes are out. It was just a joke. It was it was this. It was just a joke. okay. That's fine. Hmm. It was just a joke. I get it. But when you when you've got a responsibility, one as a footballer and a captain of a football club, and add to that that you're actually in the media industry now, where you're part of Talksport and the Sun newspaper. Yeah. And you go on Instagram Live and you answer a question like that from I think that's one of his mates as well. Was it? I, it just it just strikes me as idiotic it's crass, that isn't it? he would even. Yeah, it's a prat. It's a just a. a I, my, I'm speechless, honestly, about it. And and people have have been on social media. All oh, the snowflakes are out. Going, rrr, rrr, rrr. it's just a joke. Mm. But I tell you what, these same people are also the people that when uh, they the the poor lady that got um, killed by that policeman. Mm. Um, and, and and men everywhere were not allowed to be out at a certain night, and you know, mm. and all the men that were then saying, "Oh, X, Y, and Z," oh, it's just a joke, and all hell broke loose because you, you can't have it both ways. You can't be in a, in a position and say and have a, a, an out to say, "Oh, it's just a joke." I didn't mean it, it's just a joke. You know, if you say something, mm. especially on like a platform like this, me and you said, "I'd go and stab someone." Yeah. I'd expect that, a knock on the door. I'd expect some. I'd, I'd expect somebody to come to me and say, "Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a bit. Yeah. that's a bit harsh, isn't it? You know, that's a bit." Well, there's there's, bit there's also things like uh, players that are having tweets dug up from eight, ten years ago when they were teenagers, yeah. and they're sort of you know explain what you meant by this when you were eighteen, and you go, "I don't even remember so saying that." Just, just well, put it in perspective, Justin. If, for me, this is how this is how I read it. At the moment, we've got a situation in in football in general where we've got racism is a, is a huge problem yeah yeah i've seen You've got that. people on social media who can stand and s- sit behind a keyboard or behind their telephones and say pretty much what they want to footballers yeah now am i right in saying based on troy Deeney's or the the people that are defending troy Deeney for this that what he said is just a joke that i or anybody can say something racially motivated behind a tweet and at the bottom of the caption say it's just a joke it's just a bit of banter hmm <sighs> No, I, that's such a horrible no, area. This such oh, it's a... horrible. Of course it is, I and it's horrible. Know. But I'm, but I'm just, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. You are. I, saying... I don't know, Carl. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any answers to any of this. I think. I think you've if got you to be say really anything... careful about on social media when you say about two former Watford managers. Mm. Yeah. Forget, forget anything else. They're, they're two former servants, employees of the club. I'd glass them, mm. and they, those were his words. Mm. Sorry, mate, but. You're a bit of a dick for saying that, quite frankly. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should be pulled up on it. And look, I, I'm not going to be see, the one that's well, the thing is all Carl, over social media going, but this, if, that, and the other. Because, but I'm just using this as a platform to say I don't agree with well, that. I well, if I may, bang out of order. If I may, would he have said that in an interview on Match of the Day? No, percent not. No. Would he have said that as a question on Talk Sport? No. no. So the fact that he said it so. on a podcast makes me think that one, he might have thought that the podcast might not get listened to or uh, might not get uh, as widely distributed, in which case he's an idiot because everything is recorded and kept for posterity these yeah, days, exactly. and that was always going to come out. I, I just I just think he's got a responsibility, and I, and I know he doesn't necessarily take that very seriously. If kids are watching, you know, young, impressionable kids, that's one argument. You know, they, they see the Watford captain saying it's all right to glass someone. The geezer's been in prison, for God's sake. Yes, for stamping yeah. on a student. Yeah, I mean, yes. what, what, what would you, no, you stop with it? No, I think it's silly, really. 
Um, and if I was uh, a, a fan of, I don't know, one of the teams that doesn't like us, like uh, uh, Bournemouth or whatever, I'd hold that in reserve any time that we sort of called them out. They go, well, at least our captain doesn't want to glass our ex-managers or whatever. That well, will be, exactly. That'll it's be hanging just... around forever, that will. You know, Troy Deeney a few years ago when he said that thing about um, Arsenal, no kahunas. And yeah, it was, you know, I thought at the time was that was a bit silly, to be fair. No, it was brilliant, and it was very open and honest. Yeah, I know, until you lose it, against Arsenal. It was, yeah, exactly, until <laughs> it has repercussions. And yeah. Every Arsenal fan pretty much retweeted that section of video about whatever. Mm. Let's just say, God forbid, and touch wood, touch wood, it never happens. Troy Deeney goes out with his missus and something like that. Mm. Someone kicks off, he gets glassed. Mm. Well, who's yeah. he going to complain to? Well, he can't because because if he and was that, in the same room as his ex manager, he would do that. According and that's to him, what I'm saying, and it's like there's people saying, "Well, he doesn't mean it." Well, why say it then? Well, the thing and is, if I it's think... a joke. If it's a joke, it's in poor taste. It's not yeah. a joke. The trouble is that, that, just... that common sense and and that kind of thing has gone out the window. So if we go back to your example of um, trolls racially abusing players. I think I know that's a strong side of it, but well, that's how yeah. But common I'm sense, devil's advocate on it. Common yeah. sense would say if someone's calling someone out and using pejorative words about the colour of their skin, common sense would say that person's bang out of order, and he probably means it as well because he's gone out of his way yeah, yeah, yeah. to call someone out because of the colour of their skin and to be offensive about that. Would Troy Deeney actually in a room with Matt Zari and Ivic glass them? No, of course he wouldn't. Of course he wouldn't. Now you're looking at me skeptically there, but he wouldn't, would he? He wouldn't. He's got he's he's got form. Yeah, he has got form. I'm, I'm, I'm being devil's advocate. But I'm yeah, thinking, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, let's say it was a, let's say there was a a, a, a pub somewhere. This this at the gate one day, Troy Deeney's in. Troy there. Deeney comes in and glasses me. Matt, <laughs> not you, no. Matt Zari and Ivic are also there. Troy is not going to walk over, break a bottle, and stick it in their face, is he? He's going to sit down. Of he's course, gonna, he's going to talk and about. I, and I, when he played, and for him. I don't believe, I don't believe that Troy Deeney is that. But I just don't understand why you would say it on a social media platform I think it's, where, at the moment, it's silly. It's, it's just, yeah, it's very, very, very. The world silly. doesn't need it. No, at the moment it just doesn't need it. No, it's very silly. So yeah, I think he's not done himself any favours there. But. Yeah, and I also do want to say, listen, on this podcast, I'm a massive fan of Troy Deeney as as the footballer and, and what he's achieved and, and so forth. And I, yeah. I want to put that on record, but. You know, it's again the whole point of this podcast was us talking about stuff where we might not agree. Where there mm. might be there might be things that you you think and I think differently, but it was about two people having a conversation. And honestly and truthfully, when I saw that today, I could not believe, based on what's going on in the world at the moment with everything, yeah. with everything that's going on in the world, Troy Deeney's got it's all not, the time in his hands it, it, to say something so stupid. Yeah, but it's not idiotic. It's not a typical Troy response. Normally, his responses are measured thought out and on the whole yeah. you think man i love having him as a captain and a spokesman because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's Absolutely. just said what we're all thinking but no one was thinking that at all um were, were walter mazzari and uh ivich my favorite managers that ever, ever grace vicarage road absolutely not no but you know no. jesus christ i mean there's and look and i know there's arguments for both sides and and look, I don't want to. I don't want anyone to go. Oh, well, what do you want from him? And I apologize. No, I don't want anything from him. I just I'm having the conversation that it's Watford's captain. He's in a position of of power as such, where his media background is now. Mm. To, to to think a little bit more before he speaks. I don't know. I just, yeah, I think that's uh, would would you know would 
let's take another example. Would someone like Gary Lineker give that as an answer? No. You know, no. would would um, Gary Neville give that as an answer? No. Roy Keane, possibly. Um, yeah, but they they the people that you've just brought out there. They're all controversial figures on social media. They can all have a, they can all be a bit sparky. Well, so is Troy know, to a degree. A Absolutely, and Troy is. But as we've just said, none of them would really come out and necessarily say such. A, I mean, there's there's look. I'll give you an example. Jamie Carragher was videoed spitting at a family yeah. while driving his car, and, and he, he didn't lo- lose his job. Hang on, he was well, suspended he got, he, for six months or whatever it was. He or... was suspended, yeah, and yeah. He's, he's said sorry and 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 so forth. Yeah. Yep. So at some at, at certain points during everyone's lives, my life, your life, you do you pull an idiot and you go, oh, what have I done that for? Oh, you know, absolutely. God, absolutely. But hopefully, the whole world ain't watching when you do it, though. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. You know, at least have a bit of the, even the Jamie Carragher thing. All right, he got filmed, then the whole world saw it. But mm. it's just like Troy. Come on, yeah, it's, know, it's not typical Troy. Either, really, no, it doesn't. Do we? It's not. No, no, and and it's not typical. Not at this Troy. stage. No, not now. No, no, we don't. We don't definitely don't need that. So, yeah, silly boy, Troy. To be honest, um, the least you can do now, Troy, if you're listening to this, is uh, pass our details on to Sir Elton uh, when you yeah. talk to him. Um, and let him know we want to talk to him as well, and um, that'd be great. Thanks, if you Troy. Cheers, Troy. Much, much love. <laughs> much love. So, questions? Have we got any questions there? I think we've had a few punters' questions. I, know, I love the way time? you've named this punters' questions. I'm gonna have to punters' questions. I'm gonna have to make a yeah. jingle. <laughs> yeah, we'll get a jingle. Make yeah. a jingle. Right. So we have, I just want to say we've had some absolute stonkers. We we've um from, most of these have come from the Hornet's Nest um on Facebook. Right. So thank you very much for that guys. It is most appreciated. Hope if you you haven't seen any of these yet, have you? I haven't mate, no. No, it looks oh, brilliant. So, no. Here we go. Then I can I can chuck some of these your way. So this first question comes from um a good friend of the show, Jason Grace. Would you rather run or have a run-in playing the top six sides, or a run-in where you're playing the bottom six sides? As long as we win, I don't care, really. Um, <laughs> I mean, you would, oh, thi- well. you would think <laughs> you would think the bottom six would be easier to beat, simply because they've been poor all season. So I think I'd probably have a run-in playing the bottom six side. I'm assuming he means in a position we're in now, in second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, yeah, well, obviously, I, I think the bottom six, because they're there for a reason. They're there because throughout the whole season, they've not been very good, and they're languishing in the sort of drop zone. So, in terms of glory, if it comes down to the last game of the season, and we have to beat Swansea, and we beat them, then my decision is completely reversed, and I'd say the top six. Mm. Yeah, I think, look, you, you can not You can only beat what's in front of you, really, can't you? That's That's where I... I sort of come in from it, but I kind of guess if you if you've beaten the top six in the last six games, you know everyone's fighting for the cream. It's no one remembers kind of that like, though. Can you remember the? Yeah, the, the, I know. No, can not you remember really. the, I mean, the six teams that we I, beat last time we went up? I'd have to I've think got about no it. No problem beating the bottom six teams and and getting promotion. Absolutely everyone everyone not. just remembers running on the pitch and diving in the pond, yeah. and you know I don't think anyone really remembers. Oh, do you remember we had to beat so and so on the way? I don't. No, I think an easier route would be actually, to play the bottom six. Well, I actually six. think the bottom six are, are potential banana skins. If you, well, they are. If you want to, they are, definitely. they're all fighting for their lives. Yeah, but, I mean, we didn't really cover ourselves in glory against Sheffield Wednesday. 
No. Really? That should have been a... No, who then went on to go and beat Cardiff 5-0. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yeah. You know, so it's like... This the league, this league is bonkers. Is. The championship's been bonkers it's for years, mad. even when we were in it last time. But it it just never ceases to amaze me that anyone can beat anyone in this division. It really is. Mm. It's just a crazy, crazy league. It's mad. So, so yeah, now I think mad. probably the bottom six if it was an easier running. But as long as we get there, I don't care. All right. Well, thank you, Jason. Thanks for that. Yeah. Cheers. Um, Paul Westlake is up next. Mm. Um, will we become a yo-yo club? And if we do, is it a good or a bad thing? Um, that's hard to say because we've never been a yo-yo club, have we, really? Uh, uh, this this will be the first time in my memory where we've gone down and come straight back up again. We've always languished for... In fact, I think the first podcast we ever did, you said to me that it was five or six seasons, generally, when you've been relegated mm. before you're promoted. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah, on average. So... Um, Will we become a yo-yo club? I don't want to become a yo-yo club. I want to stay in the Premiership for as long as possible. That's where I want to be. Um, and it guts me every time we're relegated. It hurts. It's horrible. This time last year was horrible. Um, you know, the run-ins that we had and we kept losing games and you could feel it coming and you knew it was going to happen. And, you know, it's, it's, it's horrible. So I'd much rather stay in the top flight for as long as possible um, and if we do go down, then yeah, going back up again straight away would be ideal. But I guess, I guess, I suppose another sort of add-on question to that is: if you could guarantee that you had promotion after every season of being in the championship, would you take it? Yeah, I would. Mm. I would because I think, it's exciting. And I use Norwich as a bit of an example for that. Who, yeah, they kind of remind me as a, of a, a an out-and-out yo-yo club. Yeah. They don't really spend a huge amount. No. But have good players that, and to be fair, they've had a cracking season. This yeah. Season. The thing is, though, it's that this season, if you take the past five seasons, when the fixture lists are published, you go, right, okay, so we've got Liverpool there and we've got Man United there. And, you know, when they were published this time, it's we've got Rotherham here. No disrespect to Rotherham. Or, or we've got Coventry there. And you think, oh, man, these are the teams we've got to play this season. This is not. It's, it's a long it's not season. Exciting and it's, it's a not... long season, the championship. Yeah, and it's it's the old Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. But it I think, is. I've got to, I've got to be honest. I have really felt not going to those grounds, like not being yeah, as an away as an away fan. And, and I think, mm. and it's going to be a bit weird because potentially, depending on obviously what happens, um, it, it's almost like this never happened. Does that make sense? Like yeah. we left. Yeah. We left as Premiership supporters. Yeah, you know, that's weird. That's a weird we thought. Could, yeah, we could potentially turn back up at Vicarage Road. Yeah, that's that's in a the strange Premier thought. League. Yeah, and, and yeah, that we've, is a bit of an odd feeling. We've kind of just yeah blinked. Yeah, it's like we've been all, we've all been asleep in in some sort of cryo chamber. Yes, that's, you're right. We've now woken up and what's changed? Oh, nothing. Nothing. No, we're changed. still in the Premier League. No, that's you're absolutely right. To be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the, the football for the past couple of months has been really good, with the exception of the last couple of games. It's been. Lovely to watch, and you know, there's been some goals, and there's been some, you know, some great play of scoring direct free kicks, and even Andre bagged a couple. So it's yeah. been, it's been a, yeah. you know, it's been a real treat, and it has tailed off a little bit. But um, I think you know, this season's been, well, it's season of two halves, isn't it? The first half was the results were relying on Troy Deeney penalties and winning one nil, and watching sideways football. Um, and you and I complaining I've now got and Isaac's success to look forward to. That's the um, that's the added bonus of this section of the season. Yeah, I actually reminded uh, Andy Collins the other day when he was on our podcast in February. <laughs> you and yeah, he, he was a you and he, he was both, a big. <laughs> 
<laughs> you and he both said that Zisco wouldn't last until the end of February. I know. Well, <laughs> shows you what I know about football, doesn't it? It does, eh? doesn't it? Because I, I it's a game remind... of opinions. It's a re... game of opinions, guys. I reminded him of that the other day on Twitter. I went, "Do you remember when Andy Collins came on and he said you couldn't see Zisco lasting?" And he said, "Yes, I did say yeah. it, number 16. Well, I just, I think if you look back at it, it just he was such an under. It was unknown. Just, it was unknown. Yeah, it was I'm just a... like, oh right, we just got some geezer in from bloody wherever he came in from. I can't even remember now. No, me neither. Tel Aviv. I don't know, wherever it he was. He will but... be, though. He's going to be one of these that's poached by a Premier League team. You know, well, I, as, I, as I said the other day, you know, a Pochettino, when he arrived at Southampton, un, unheard of. Went yeah. on to Tottenham Champions League finals. Now, you know, Paris Saint-Germain manager. It's just like... That will happen. Could it... It will it happen. Could, yeah, easily. no, I think, yeah, I think it'll be someone like, you know, um, you know, Spurs or Leicester or one of these other teams will sort of poach him and he will end up going to one of the bigger teams and you know I always said in in the days of Boothroyd that that man's going to have a future in the England set up somewhere and everyone went no you know oh, his ideas I, are too oh, I, I know he's not doing listen, well at the moment yeah I know yeah, I know yeah, yeah. I think he's on very very thin ice in I know that, he that is job but at he's but he's he's certainly been instrumental in building the team that are the first team now um, oh, yeah no 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 so I think there's there's definitely if he can keep it up, Zisco. I think there's definitely a a future for him. But you just know we're going to hit a skiddy patch where we lose three in a bounce, and the football's well, that, not very good, and the the axe will us, be that swinging. That for Watford is 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 the bit where, and even Luther's covered that before. Is the bit where we kind of have to go through that together. You know, those three or four games where we're we're, we're losing and we're playing terribly, and and have a, a you know a pick me up. We, other clubs yeah. do it without sacking well, they do, managers. But we don't. We don't. We no, don't. And, uh, Sorry, and your I, form's I dropped. Long You're term, out. Long term, it's dangerous. I just don't know. I don't know. Well, it is. Because you can't keep finding It's my only Cisco's. criticism of the ownership. Really? My only criticism. Yeah. I think we had my more. My only criticism of the ownership. Again, we had lots well, more. <laughs> Six, eight, ten weeks ago, mate. We were talking well, about the lack of communication. But, we were talking about yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. lack of investment yeah, in the forward team. You know. We were talking well, about... investment investment is is going to come back into the forefront when we get back into the Premier League. Because for me, that's when the owners really need to show their metal and go right. We we mean this now. Yeah, we, we want to be an established Premier League team. Um, we have to go and spend money. But my, my you... main my main issue with the ownership is is just the managerial merry-go-round that yeah, seems to happen at really It is a bit stupid, and we are a bit of a laughing stock. I've actually um heard uh, or read, you know posts on various social media platforms about oh you know does that mean we're going to get people like Delafeo back and we're going to get it's the worst we thing don't that want we, them. Do. we don't want them we Why don't do need we we've just them? We've relegated with them we don't need them we've just proven we do we not get need Danny Wellback back today yeah, that's we? right. yeah, Danny get Craig da- oh Craig Dawson's going everyone yeah he's sold isn't he he's very happy some, some clause oh, in the contract I, <laughs> means he's I'm staying give him a lift yes yeah I'm not losing any sleep over that but you know you see people saying things about I that Pereira, perhaps, or whoever else. You think? I just don't understand the philosophy behind. Oh, I hope we get Delafoe back. No, he's he, he signed a contract for Udinese. Yeah, he's and I he's, what's he going to add to what we've already got? I don't think we need him. He's not going to fit in. It's like say it again. Said it when Luther was on. I can't see Dini ever getting back in this team because he's just not going to be. No. I can't see where he slots into it. I just don't. They need to go and spend some money and build a team around you know a, a nucleus of players, three or four players that they can go right. These are going to be here for. X amount of years. Yeah. Let's go. You know, and, and there's no secret recipe to it. It's about building a building a squad that's got I mean, there's a, a question gonna come up which we'll cover in a minute, but you know, money wise that we need to spend in 
in the Premier League, I think is going to be possibly the biggest spend that we've ever had to do before. Because I generally think it's it's a proper rebuilding program now. I'd have said that if we had the same squad at the end of last season and we were facing it. But I think there's been several revelation there's enough quality no 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 I don't think it's enough quality no the whole squad no I mean it's hard to say because you don't really get to see a lot of hungbo you don't really get a lot see a lot of we haven't seen anything of that guy who got crocked at the beginning of the season um Delhi Pashiru was it him who was it yeah 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 um so we don't know but I mean you look at Sierra Alta I mean what a revelation he's been He's been absolutely incredible. I mean, Trusty Kong makes yeah. the odd mistake, but again, you always feel with those two at the back, there's a solid pairing. Well, Cabaselli's got a fight in his hand. He has got a fight in his get, hand. To get a game, which yeah, is good, has. which is what you want. You want competition. Yeah, so you do. It's, it's, but you look now in the middle, good, Z- but... Zinkenagel, for me, would be on the team sheet straight away all the time. Hughes, you know, um, I can't see... I just worry about the standard of Premier League football and players like Zinkenagel. And I think he's been brilliant. Ken Semmer, I put him in the same bracket. Yeah, He's been brilliant this season. But making that jump from the Championship to the Premier League is, is a tough one. Well, they, and Ken Semmer didn't cut it no, in he the didn't. Premier League. No, he didn't. So what I think I might be doing is conflating two separate things, really, which is, one, do we need the likes of Delefeo back? And two, do we need to no. strengthen? Yes, we do need to strengthen. But I also think we've got more quality in the squad now than we had when we got relegated last season. And I'm including the likes of Capu, Decore, because um, mm. they just yeah, didn't yeah, look yeah. interested. I mean, they were Herrera. great players. They were great players. They, they were, just weren't interested. They just didn't There care. was a lot of luxury players in that in that. Yeah, team. Pereira. Right? That, that's how I describe it. Pereira, Delefeuze. If, if they were on, on their on their game, they were, they were magnificent. But it didn't happen often enough for me. No. That was the problem. No, I totally agree. So, yeah, we will need to strengthen. I wouldn't know with whom because I'm not that clued up into who's on the market. How no, it... and there's no, there's no, like I just say, there's no. I, I'm not giving you a list, but I, I think we have got to do a lot of business. And I'll even say, and there's a there's a question sitting in front of me. Transfer wise, mm. this comes from Mark Hill. Mm. Uh, what two positions do we need to strengthen as a priority? Should we go up now? S- strikers. Yep, absolutely. Without a doubt. But I'm also going to say something controversial here. Go on. Goalkeepers. I would have Backman as number one choice goalkeeper now, personally. I haven't seen him fully tested because he's got quite a strong defence in front of him, but I think he's been reliable when called upon. Foster, I love Foster. I've always loved Foster. He's 38, so he's coming towards the end of his career, you would think. And I would personally... I'm not asking you to stand in goal, though, Carl, against... (laughs) I'm too sure. Suarez, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it's not a it's not I look like Jordan Pickford. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so I think maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. But I, I would be tempted to keep Backman as the number one. I think there's a lot of potential in the squad, and I, and uh, and what I say by potential is over the next couple of seasons, there's potentially going to be some really decent players in there. You know, Hungbo that you've just mentioned, um, and. A lot of players that are coming through. Dan Batman, I really like Dan, and I think he's been tremendous this season. Do I always feel in safe hands with Dan Batman in goal? Probably not. I don't know what it is. He's really? not done anything really. To... Well, I think I feel safer with him than Pantilimon or some of the other oh, second choice goalkeepers. I feel safer with you in goal than Pantilimon. <laughs> My God, I think we've always struggled with having a decent 
reserve goalkeeper. So, you know, uh, we were okay when we had Gomez as a backup for Foster. I think we had, you know, a pairing there that was... Well, now I think it's a chance for Fossey to, you know, like you just said, he's 38 and to really lend his character around the around the team I rather than maybe having a starting position. I think, yeah, I think there's too many distractions for him now. I think this whole sticking a camera in the back of the net thing is a bit of a distraction. I think, you know, I think... I I don't think he was that reliable either. There were some big mistakes that he made. Was it the Swansea game where there were two goals that they scored, which largely I think were Foster's fault. Um, you know, you know, we've had Swansea chasing us um, for the past couple of months. Now that could have been another three point gap there if we'd have beaten them, but they we didn't. They beat us. Um, and he's he has made a few cock ups, and I just I actually think Backman's hands are safer for some reason. Maybe it's just no, because I, we've been look, scoring goals Batman's and done nothing. And as I say, he's done nothing that I can pinpoint and go, no, 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 he can't be trusted. I just, I don't know. I just, I, I look at that squad and I think there's a lot of, even Jao Pedro, there's a lot of potential there. Mm. But in the Premier League, are we going to be able to go take that team and that squad and go, boop, and, well, I and think, move it to the Premier League? I, I, think think the fact, I think the fact that that team and that squad have had a season in training for it has got to be a good thing. Mm. Uh, it goes back to what Beneficial, we were talking. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, it goes back to what we were talking about with Jono and Peter Kennedy and these other people, where we say, you know, what happened in the Premier League, and it was well, we kept the same players, and then we didn't invest wisely. We just bought sort of big names that didn't fit in, and all the rest of it. It has to be a blend. Um, but I see this because because the players are young and they've had a season playing together um, competitively against some good teams, um, and hopefully have achieved some sort of success. You would think that would be a pretty solid building block, um, but strikers we definitely need because we can't rely on Isaac Success or Andre Gray. We just can't. It's not happening. And, and uh, Pericha, and I don't know what's happened to him. He, he might as well have moved to yeah, another planet. Yeah, I think planet. he's. I don't know. I think he must have like reversed into the manager's car in the car park or something. But as far I mean, as we I don't know, see what I mean, we don't see what goes on in training. Obviously, but you know, as a yeah. fan, I can't think he's done much wrong when I've seen him play. Um, so you definitely, definitely need to strengthen that front. Particularly as I don't think Deeney's going to get into the the team anytime yeah. soon. Now that's that's finished. Um, and of the three at the front, it's always the one in the middle that intrigues me on the team sheet. So when I see success or Gray there, I think, mm, yeah, we need a bigger name or a a better name in there. Definitely, definitely, if we're going up. Yeah, it's intriguing. It remains to be seen. They always pull out surprises anyway. They always bring in players you've never heard of. From Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you think, I've yeah. never heard of them, we'll give them a chance. And they either do massively well or well, they're a, a Gerardo. Or... for me. Oh. I, I remember Igarlo, bringing Igarlo in. I was like, what the hell is this guy? Well, you know, I know. And then I know. the rest is history. But then for every Igarlo, there is a Gerardo. There is. <laughs> Yes, yes, and, there is. And then, you know, you, you or an Andre Carrillo. Do you remember him? He wasn't exactly oh. gifted. Or uh, what was that other guy? Uh, the guy played the Amrabat. There's another one that really I don't ever want to see again. <laughs> right, during, during a pre-season friendly at Wimbledon a few years ago, uh, Amrabat was warming up on the side of the pitch, and I, I was walking down with a, I think it was a pie actually, uh, and I said, "I'll give you a race if you want." <laughs> And he just he just laughed, and I was like, "No, honestly, I'll give you a race. I'll beat you." <laughs> yeah, there's another one, all full of promise that didn't really ever deliver anything, and you know. But then there's like that. But uh, what's his name? Is it? He's over at Fine. Is it Berghouse? 
the oh, Dutch lad. He's now yeah. playing for yeah, he's playing for Holland. He's banging yeah. goals in. Yeah. He's I just never saw it. No. I just never saw it. No, it might just be us. You know, you find another manager and another blend of players. Yeah, it just it, it does. It just clicks sometimes, doesn't it? You know, we've we've. It's with us. players where it just clicks. Yeah. Peter we, Kennedy yeah. clicks at Watford. Everywhere else he went, didn't really, yeah, you know, that's didn't right, really yeah. work out. But it's it's just the time and the manager and everything. But yeah, we'll see. It remains to be seen who we strengthen and how. So Alan Cripps um, has mentioned on here, although we've already covered it, Alan, but it's it's a good question. So what are the advantages and disadvantages of a new ground? How has it affected other clubs? Not sure. Arsenal or West Ham? I've done well out of their move. Well, to answer that very, very quickly, because we have covered it, the disadvantages to me are it's further for me to go to watch the games. Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Justin's got to walk further, so stuff the new ground. And probably find parking, you know, no. Unless unless the council are going to invest in a tram system. Yes, well, there you go. Justin gets it free. Yes, (laughs) if you just want to pull up outside Morrison's, that'd be great. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Alan. I didn't call you Crip. Crips, crisps, Alan Crips. He, he did, you, but we cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, next question. Punters' questions are very popular this week. Oh. Um, James Rogers. If we go up, we will find it... Oh, it's a statement, this. If mm. we go up, we will find it harder than our previous first seasons up there. Well, Based on what, though? Yeah, I don't know. Is that... Look, I think I you've think got to look at the tough, Premier League standard. Yeah, the, the the top six are probably in a, but there's there's some, in my opinion, there's some real ropey teams in that Premier League currently. I mean, uh, the the bottom three are, are terrible this season. Yeah. Um. Well, the bottom two certainly, but uh, you know, I, I look at um, Palace and you know West. I mean, West Ham are having a stonker, but they're going to be a one season hit once Jesse Lingard goes back to Man United. I just, I don't know. I just there's always I think the first. The first season is the hot is the is the season to stay up. Once you stay up, then the second season tends to be, in my opinion, the harder season because you've almost got a you know look at Sheffield United. I use them as a as a prime example. They yeah. stonk in first season and they just they've just been found out this season. So I, I, I don't, don't know, remember I just... there being too many surprise results in the first season back. I'm trying to think. I don't think there was too many surprising results. I mean, we obviously won games. Um, well, we beat. You know, we beat Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool at Vicarage. We had a really good season no, that, we drew, that year. We drew them, didn't we? I don't think we. I think the only time. No, we beat, we beat them. Did we? Yeah. Oh, we you're right. Jürgen we did. Klopp. Nathan Aki. You're right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're absolutely yeah, yeah. spot on. You're absolutely right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always five or six teams that you look at in the Premier League and you go, mm, "Why are they still there?" Oh, you're right about Palace. They're always a bit of a. Sort of a sort of a floating. But then, to... uh, I, I, dare I say it, Justin? I don't really want to mention them too much because, as you know, I'm not the huge Palace. No, um, me neither. Supporter. But if you're talking about wanting to be a uh, a regular Premier League side, you kind of have to look at their their block and, and what they do. Mm. Uh, similar size club, dare I say it? You know, in the sense of of where they are, fan base and 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 stadium and so forth. Mm. So. Uh, I just look at them and although they're in the Premier League and they have been for for some time, you kind of look on and go, well, they are doing something right. Well, because they have you could sell there. it at Burnley, couldn't you? And Absolutely. And like again, that. Burnley, similar size, similar size side. Um, would I want to pay Premier League season ticket money and watch Sean Dyche? No. Um, loop the ball in the air. It's not football, is it? Week in and week out. No. I, I probably wouldn't. No. But, um 
but it, look, you know, up north they're into rugby, so it kind of probably yeah, it gets oh, yeah. away with it a little bit up there. I don't know, but yeah. but there yeah, are there's, so, there's always know, a few the teams, League's... and I think we're always lumped in there. Actually, is sort of a team that why are they there? They're not going to last that long, and mm. you know, I think we surprised a lot of people for having five seasons, and I think we probably surprised people again by sort of being as strong as we are. Certainly surprised me. I mean, as a fan, I never thought we'd be in this position now, talking about, no, no. you know, it's in our hands and, you know, I can feel it coming sort of thing. So, yeah, we're always one of those teams that sort of are kind of, we're never going to be uh, an Everton that's firmly established in the top flight, I don't think. Um, it might be when we've got a 33,000 seat Yeah, stadium. you can off, mate. <laughs> Stop saying things <laughs> like that. <laughs> Get the tram link in. Get the Justin's tram link there. in He's from Morrison's. That's all it is. I don't want to walk any council. further than Morrison's. <laughs> Actually, just on a very... Do you know what I read the other day? And this is very interesting. You know they're actually currently redeveloping Clarendon Road, sort of a businessy. Oh, it's been closed off area. for long enough. I've not been able to get yeah, down the bloody it. thing. Yeah. So, so the next phase of it, allegedly, is pretty much the demolished like sort of flattening Watford Junction Station mm. and redeveloping the whole thing. Now, rumour, this is a rumour, hot off the press, yeah. that they are looking into the possibility of Eurostar running from Watford and it becoming Watford International. That would be fairly good for the development of the town, wouldn't it? Now, think about that. That'd be great. 33,000-seater yeah. stadium and yeah. links to Europe. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. See, I'm just saying, there's no. money to be made somewhere. What yeah. for Borough Council? Yeah. What for Borough Council? All right. Well, let's... up years ago when they could have got Euro Disney at Leaves and Studios, and they wouldn't put up the money. They yeah. wouldn't fund it. No, that was stupid because that would have been a brilliant investment. If you ask me, yeah, they wouldn't fund it because it was the road networks and God knows. Oh, right, let's see if we become a top seven team then, Carl, and then then we'll talk about whether we need Eurolinks and a new stadium and a tram line for you to get to the. <laughs> well, that's going to happen. To we need that anyway. <laughs> but, It'd be good, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be, be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I'd be well happy with that. But yeah, I think, I mean, having Watford International would be great. The fact that we could just go to Paris for the weekend and, you know, park at Watford, drive, get, get a train to Paris, come back, come home again. That'd be fantastic, mate. Cause at the Especially moment, when we're in Europe. Right, where are we yeah, off to? Well, that's yeah, it, Paris yeah. Saint-Germain, straight <laughs> on the train. When we're in Europe. I, I love your optimism. <laughs> hey, We nearly touched it. We nearly touched it a couple we, of seasons ago. We're on oh, the verge. Mate, I'd love that. That'd, that'd be my dream. That would be my dream. I was too not, young last time. Yeah, oh, I didn't remember it last time at all. I was. I remember hearing about it, but I don't remember any of it. So I, I don't know. I, I wonder whether that would spoil it for me a bit. I think no, the, I think I the joy of being a Watford fan is you never reach those heights and you just dream about it. But when you get there, <laughs> I think you, you might be a bit... So, underachieving. You just, yes, yeah, I think, we, I, think oh, that fits, so I think that fits my mentality in life, actually. It's kind of... <laughs> You know, yes, it's all right. We're almost there. That's good enough for me. Whereas, That'll do. I'll take it. Otherwise, yeah. I'd have supported Man United I'd have, or, or you know some other team that achieved glory all the time, like we were talking about earlier on. You know, I've now. Would got you them. not like to go? Would you not like to go to let's say Rome and and have a weekend in Rome or you know a few days in Rome with your mates, staying in some dirty two star hotel? You're really selling this to me, mate. You really are. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> drinking, drink. Five-star hotel, That's more like it. Yeah, beautiful yeah. beer, yeah. lovely food, yeah. nice weather, and yeah. then going to watch Watford in the Stadio Olimpio, or whatever it's called. But every time and, you watch uh, us abroad, you know, when you see like Liverpool fans abroad or whatever, it's never quite as nice as that. It always looks as though it's a bit sort of badly thought out, and where am I sleeping tonight? And you Yeah, know, it, well, I mean, I'd go on a whim. I'd go on a whim, you? like just let's not, yeah, let's just turn up and... 
and and see what happens. Yeah, mm. obviously buy a ticket. Don't travel without a ticket. But mm. I don't. Yeah, know. no, I don't I'd know. love that. That'd be that'd be a dream come true for me. Really? It's because you're an away supporter, though, wouldn't you? You you you'd go away all over the place to watch and play. And yeah, I yeah, don't know. that's what I mean. It's like yeah, honestly, it's like a drug. It'd be amazing. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, I'd love to see us in Europe, obviously. And when I'll we sent were... you the videos. Yeah, you send me that. That'll do, that'll do me. Yeah, you just report back. <laughs> we'll put clips in the podcast. It's fantastic. Carl's yeah, away. Fine, He's yeah. reporting in from Rome. You're right, Carl's... Carl. No, I've got Carl's nowhere to sleep for tonight. An hour. He's already drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you found a hotel yet? No, not yet. No. No, nah, still... not yet. <laughs> still on the lookout. Fifty thousand uh, Watford supporters. Yeah. I've got no hope. Uh, I've got it on the telly, mate. I'm nice and warm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping in a bin tonight. Yeah, nice. Yeah, a Roman bin. Fantastic. <laughs> is that it for questions? Are we done? Uh, punters' questions is over. Is over. Well, you. thank you for your questions once again. Keep them coming in. We always try and talk through whatever it is you send us. It's always nice to know what your thoughts are and whether we think along the same lines or not. It's good fun. Or not, yeah. Fun. We've been recording exactly. for... It's about opinions. It's all good. Well over an hour here, Carl. Hour and nine minutes, mate. I've got some editing to do. I think we're going to have to. I think we're going to have to, unless you've got any other burning topics. Well, to... no, I'll appear on a milk bottle carton or a milk carton somewhere if I don't go downstairs soon, I guess. Yeah, missing Wife in action. Wife will wonder where I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you seen this man? He's buried in the cellar of the gate, everybody. There's a clue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Well, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Always lovely to have your company. Please, please rate and review us on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. Anywhere where you can rate us, please rate us. That would be fantastic. Also, share it with your friends. Nice things, though, please. Yeah, nice Nice things. Obviously, if you don't like the podcast, then we are... Don't say anything. No, we're from the rookery end, if you don't like the podcast. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah, and if you Keep that in. Keep that in. And if you can share the podcast with your friends as well to support Watford, let them know about us. That would be absolutely fantastic because, uh, you know, the numbers are going up. We are getting lots more um, messages and things, and it's, it seems to be going well, and I'm pleased. So, yeah, keep it going. That's yeah, it's great. good. Cheers, guys. And until next time, it's goodbye from me. Au revoir. Au revoir. See you later. See you later. Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around you got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? (whistles) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.